This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 857 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And oh, we have an awesome good neighbor today, a good neighbor who keeps our cars running and, and uh, trouble-free. We have Kyle Robertson, his company, Level 30 Automotive. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Doing terrific. And uh, thanks for being part of the show and for all you're doing there because, uh, you know, there's never a good time for our cars to break down, right? You know, definitely it's, it's, not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> better to keep them working and, and uh, in tip top shape and uh, uh, avoid the, the side of the road breakdown. So uh, let's start, Kyle, with your company. Uh, fill us in on what you're doing there. Uh, Level 30 Automotive is a mainly BMW specialty shop. Um, so we, we do all things BMW from uh, service, repair, um, and into performance, and um, uh, even into some kind of um, race car prep and things like that. So we're uh, basically just big BMW fanatics, and um, we like to share our passion with um, our customers. I love, well, I, yeah. I'm I'm a, a big fan of BMW. I uh, they are have always been my favorite car, as and I've uh, I have a new one sitting in my driveway right now. So uh, no kidding, I, I hear you. All right, <laughs> hey, definitely need to swing it by. Um, actually, this weekend on Sunday, we're gonna have a cars and coffee at the shop. Um, we'd love to see you here. Oh really? We are, yeah. Awesome. That's, well, that's awesome. from from nine to noon. Um, yeah, coffee and donuts provided, and uh, lots of cars to look at. <laughs> Man, it's great. And so were you always a lover of BMWs or cars or, yeah, fill us in on your journey? Yeah, so um, I've always been uh, definitely a gearhead. So um, I grew up um, riding and racing motorcycles. Um, My dad raced motorcycles and my brother, and we all grew up doing that. And um, he, uh, my dad also was a big car guy, but not, not a super, not a, not a mechanic, but definitely he liked, uh, he liked his fast cars. Um, Once it got, uh, I got a little bit older. Um, I was influenced by uh, my great grandpa, who was like an old school um, hot rodder mechanic, and uh, he was always tinkering in his garage. And I kind of grew up there, following him around. And um, he he really, you know, instilled that in me to you know take stuff apart and fix it. And um, so as soon as I got my first car, that was that was the deal immediately. Was I was modifying and trying to see what I could, you know, improve on it. And it was not a very good car, so there was plenty to fix. So that was helpful. Um, but no, so initially I got started, I was a big Japanese car guy. I had Nissans and Mazdas um, when I was younger. And um, my BMW story kind of is a funny one because uh, I had a friend that had a, um, a 91 3 Series and he had left it at my, um, my garage because I was like working on cars out of my out of my garage, like in, uh, in high school. And he, it had some problems and he left it there. And, um, about, you know, four or five months passed and I messaged or I call him and I'm like, you know, do you want to fix this car? What's the deal? He's like, Oh, I got another car and I don't know. So I ended up buying that car from him for 500 bucks. And that was my first BMW. And I still have that car um, today. As I've completely rebuilt it. It's a race car has a roll cage in it and everything else. Um, but so that's how I got into BMWs and, um, and ever since then, it's kind of been one BMW after another for me. And, uh, I, I sort of fell in that hole and, um, there's such great cars and, uh, yeah. So, um, 
that's that's kind of how that happened. And then as far as the business goes, um, for uh, I, I went to Universal Technical Institute and then I went to the NASCAR program. Um, so initially, I was uh, intended to go into racing and I did do some, um, you know, uh, pit crew stuff um, for several years after I went to school. And then I came back home. I ended up starting another company um, with some friends of mine that was a window cleaning company. And uh, we did that, or I did that with them for about four years. And on the side, I got a, a big storage unit. Well, not big, but, you know, uh, like a boat storage unit. And I was fixing cars there on the side. So that went on for a few years. And eventually the landlord at the storage unit was like, Kyle, you've got too many cars sitting around here. We can't have this many cars um, uh, on our property. So I had to find uh, a different place. I ended up finding, you know, an actual commercial space. And I was like, okay, so let's give this a shot. And, um, and it just sort of, you know, continued from there. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, the basic backstory of, of how level 30 started was I was sort of pushed off the edge into, um, owning a shop, but, uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't be more thankful with, with how it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And the name level 30, uh, what's, what's the significant, yeah, significance there. So, um, the, the 30 in level 30 comes from that first car that I mentioned before. Um, so that car is uh, E30 BMW. And BMW chassis codes are coded that way. So E30 is the mid-80s to very early 90s 3 Series. Um, it's one of my favorite cars of all time. Um, and uh, so that's where the 30 came from. The level just kind of like popped its way on there. I also used to wear 30 when I played sports and things like that. And I didn't want... I, I went around and around for a long time. The shop was actually open for about six months before it even had a name. Um, and I went around for a long time uh, trying to figure out what to call it because <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to call it, you know, Kyle's Automotive or something like that. There's too many shops around like that are sort of that way. So, um, yeah, eventually I settled on level 30 and I just kind of ran with it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So how about mis misconceptions in your industry? It could be BM, BMW specific, could be auto repair. Uh, what, what comes to mind, something that you can uh, speak to? Um, so I think that there's um, some things are misconceptions and some things are just basically um, people's perspectives. So I think that there's two sort of stances on BMW depending on on the person, right? So a lot of people think BMW is, um, you know, an expensive car and it's very expensive to maintain, um, which can be true. There's a wide range within BMW, let's say. So the uh, the more entry-level cars are not so bad to maintain, especially if you keep up with the maintenance. The higher-end cars, once you get into, like, you know, um, big 7 Series and, um, you know, a lot of the M cars and things like that can be more um, expensive to maintain for sure. Um, but to me, and obviously this is why we do this and I believe it, um, I think that it's the best product. And when you compare it to the BMW is in a, in a range where if you're comparing it to a Honda or a Toyota, it's not, it's going to look like it's more expensive. It's going to look like it's more maintenance. If you compare it to a Mercedes or a Porsche, then it's less maintenance. So I think that it's a matter of perspective and where your tolerances are, let's say, about um, maintaining, you know, maintaining the vehicles. But um, 
I think overall for the, you know, the love of driving and the, the sports car driving experience, which I love, and I know that a lot of my customers love, I think that it's the best product. And um, they also don't need a lot. Like um, we work on, we do, we do some performance upgrades and things like that. And I've done performance upgrades on lots of different makes of vehicles um, previously. And BMWs um, don't need a lot of modification to be, you know, that much better. They, they're great out of the box. And so you're just doing little refinements as opposed to on some other brands of cars where, um, you know, you, you really feel like it's lacking significantly in a certain area and you have to do a lot of work in that area to bring it up to par. Um, BMW generally across the board are um, already a, a very high level car. So you don't really have to do a ton. So it's nice because then we can just say, you know, we can offer, you know, minor tweaks here and there. And it really brings out the, you know, the driving experience the customer is looking for. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, part of, I think, why we, we focus so heavily on them. Um, the automotive industry in general has a ton of misconceptions and everybody has their thoughts and nobody likes to get a big bill from their mechanic, obviously. And, um, you know, we sympathize with that. Um, but uh, I think, you know, a lot of people, if you, you know, Google, I saw something about this on Facebook the other day, you know, um, it was, it was an app about uh, your, your car will, it'll read the codes and your car will tell you what's wrong with it, so to speak. And um, the headline on it was your mechanic is ripping you off. And um, I was looking at this like, you've got to be kidding. Me. You know, I mean, I'm sure out there there are some mechanics that are less than honest, but that's not um, my experience. And it's obviously not what we do as a business. But even other shops that I'm aware of in this area, we work with a lot of other shops because we're BMW specific. So I will refer out like Volkswagen Audi work and Japanese car work to other shops around here. And, um, and you know, these are honest, hardworking guys like we uh, also are obviously trying to be, and they, they want the best for you and your vehicle. Um, so I think that that's a misconception, especially on the independent side. Um, people go to the dealers kind of knowing that, uh, you know, maybe they are, um, how, how do I word this? Um, Maybe they're not as incentivized in, in being nice to you. <laughs> they have so many customers, you know what I mean? You're a number in their system and all of that sort of thing. But some of these independent shops around here really, really do have some great people um, that just want the best for you and want the best for your car and want, you know, want you to be happy. At the end of the day, nobody wants um, to, to deal with, you know, problematic situations. And um, so I think that's a, a big misconception about the, um, the auto industry in general. But um yeah, I think there's simple ways to avoid that. When customers come here, I think that they they know pretty quickly that that's not what we're about. Um, you know, we're we're an enthusiast team. That's um, how I kind of think about it, and um, how my uh, my employees here think about it. Um, we're all in this, you know, for the same reason, which is that we um, we just really enjoy these cars, and uh, this is what we like to do. So, love it, love it. Well, this next question, you, you can't use playing with cars as the answer. So just giving you a you know, warning here. <laughs> All what, are you, what are you doing for fun outside of the uh, work hours there? Um, so I, uh, I have an eight-month-old daughter. So um, I spend most of my time um, these days with her, which is amazing. Um, 
she's, uh, you know, every day she's changing. She has teeth coming in. She's crawling all over the floor and stuff. So that's what I do for fun these days is, uh, is hang out with her. Yeah. Good for you. That's great. Yeah, when it comes to uh, hardship, life challenge, Kyle, what comes to mind period of time you were challenged, got through it. Now, looking back, you could say because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Right. Yeah, I saw that that was one of the questions that you uh, typically ask. And it's funny because um, it's something that uh, <laughs> I've talked about a lot. So I opened level 30 um, three and a half years ago. So I opened the business, like I said, it, it was a weird transition from kind of getting shoved out of the nest um, at the previous place I was at. So I was like, okay, let's make an honest go of it. I got the shop started. Um, I brought in a good friend of mine who's my lead mechanic. Um, and then uh, I think it was three or four months later, COVID hit. And I'm a brand new business, fresh out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was a very strange situation to have to try to like, you know, figure out what we can do, what we can't do for a while. You know, we closed obviously. And then they said, you know, um, automotive is essential. So, um, we got all the, um, disinfecting, um, you know, uh, products that they recommended and all the gloves and masks and everything. And, um, we did as much work as we could, but it was, I mean, not even close to what we were expecting, obviously. So that was uh, rough. And then, um, Obviously, we've just gone through this hurricane, um, which uh, was a scary situation. And uh, unfortunately, I had probably 20 or 30 cars that were customers that were lost in that storm, um, which is um, sad for us because, you know, again, I was saying before, we love these cars and we know our customers do. And and I had people calling me for weeks saying, can you save it? Can you save it? And I'm like, I can't. You know, if it's been submerged in salt water, there's nothing I can do. And that that was rough. Um, but so yeah, from a business perspective, those, uh, those two things were definitely big hurdles. I think that the, um, surviving through COVID and knowing that we could survive through that really helped with the hurricane thing. And we bounced back pretty quickly, um, which I'm definitely thankful for. Um, and, uh, yeah, on the, on the personal side, um, about eight years ago, um, I lost my dad. And uh, he was, um, like I told you before, he was a motorcycle racer. He was doing a track day um, on his motorcycle and he ended up having a heart attack. And um, that was a huge, huge loss for us. It was very sudden and um, out of the blue, but uh, my family really pulled together in a way that um, I don't think that any of us knew we had that in us. And, showing that or seeing that from the people around me that I love and care about and, um, and us all getting through that time together, which was, I can't even tell you how difficult. Um, it, it kind of showed me that like, you can, we can get anything done if we're together, you know? And, um, and, uh, so yeah, I think those, those things really kind of shaped, um, you know, who, who I am today. And then also my brother is my office manager here too. So this is kind of a family affair. And uh, so the two of us, we know that, you know, when, when we're together and uh, we put our mind to something, we can, we can get through it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I think that this level 30 so far, you know, and they say, you know, the first five years of a business is the, you know, you're, you're either going to make it or you're not. And um, it's been a story of perseverance for us, but it's, uh, 
you know, it's the journey and it's, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for, for sharing that. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about level 30 automotive? What would that be? Um, so I think that, um, just that, you know, we are here, we're a BMW shop. And if you have a BMW, your friend, mom, dad, you know, cousins have a BMW, send them our way. We'd love to meet them and talk to them. Um, if you're, uh, a car enthusiast of any kind um we hope that you'll you know make it out to our events and come come and hang out you know we we like to surround ourselves with people that share the passions that we share um and uh we're trying to build you know a community around our shop um not only because it's good for business but because we enjoy it it's uh you know this is our our passion and we love to share that with people um so even if you um you know don't have a bmw don't plan on having a bmw um, you know, if you are looking for an independent shop for your car, we know pretty much everybody in town as far as um, independent shops go, and we can point you in the right direction. Um, we, uh, we do that a lot, and we're happy to. So give us a call if you, uh, you know, think you uh, are looking for a new place to take your, your vehicle. Um, and as far as the shop specifically goes, um, we... Uh, we from the service side, from for people that aren't, you know, looking to modify and upgrade their car, uh, we provide many of the same services um, that you'll find at the dealership, and we have um, all of the software and uh, specialty tools that um, they're going to use there. So the goal from the service side is to provide the same level of or the same quality of service that you'll be able to get at the dealership, and obviously we're able to be a bit less expensive than they are. Um, so if you're uh, out of warranty on your BMW and you're looking for a new place to take that car and uh, not spend quite as much money, we'd love for you to bring it by and um, we'll, uh, we'll take care of it for you. Oh, that's great. Well, I know we have uh, listeners who want to take advantage of uh, that and get on over to your place. What's the best way for folks to get in touch and learn more? Um, yeah, so our phone number here is 239-202-8115. That's the easiest way to get in touch with us. Um, we are located off Lee Road, um, which is off of Lico Road in uh, South Fort Myers, Estero. Um, not too far from the highway, very close to FGCU. Um, so stop by, give us a call, and uh, we'd love to talk to you. Well, terrific. Well, Kyle, it's been awesome uh, getting to know you and your company, and we wish you the absolute best going forward there. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.